This is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. Everybody, welcome back to the Roots and Wings podcast. I'm finally wait, wait, here. Wait. Is that is that Brittany Easter? <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here today. Oh, so, she's back. Yeah. Aww. It's good to be back. So thanks everybody for tuning in. I know my dad has done good holding down the fort, but it's nice to be back. So it's welcome back nice to the Roots and Wings podcast, everybody. It is good to be back, and it's good to be talking with you. This was not without some effort for us to get to this point right here, was it? I guess. <laughs> it always is. <laughs> we had some, but it's, well, I don't know, for whatever reason, but little technical things, but we, we'll get it figured out. So how are you there in Mount Vernon, good. in Mount Vernon, Ohio? Yeah. Isolating away. As as much as I can, yeah. It's kind of goofy. I just told Jeff um, today, I was like, this is a weird life we're living right now. But my husband <laughs> doesn't. Sure. Like, he is technically an essential employee, so he's still working, which is um, a financial blessing. But then also you have the the concern of trying to contain certain sure. things in one space to another and not spreading it to the people I still work with. So, so it's good. It's just kind of weird. <laughs> I've heard it said, you know, there's nothing to compare this with. There's no, it's hard to find your footing, you know, when you're experiencing something that you've got, you have no reference for in some respect that you've, you know, lived, have, you know, lived through yourself. And there's not, there's not very many people alive who really have experienced this and what it means, but, um, I am thankful, though, for the. I am thankful for the wisdom that I feel around me, and I, as I looked for that, and as I both pray for it and also look for it, um, people who I see with wisdom, I, I feel like there's been a lot of wisdom in our state, and we live in Ohio, and you know, I feel like I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the leadership mm-hmm. and those. And I have to say, you know, I was probably one of those in the very, very, very beginning who might have said, oh, this is really overreacting. <laughs> you know, I know. I remember I'm confessing, ta- you know, I remember but my I'm conversation with mom and like hanging up and I was like feeling frustrated because I was like, she's not getting it. But I also understood that um, yeah. I work at a university where it was like, you know, we were talking about this in a million meetings in its degree and its severity and stuff like that. So I think I had to process some of that quicker maybe than some. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I think I'm at a place though where I'm like trying, I do recognize wisdom, but I'm like, now the discipline to like follow it is like, it's just um, like when they say stay at home, I guess they mean stay at home. Like, (laughs) like don't go to people's houses and like, yeah. Don't don't, you know, yeah. hang out with your friends and that kind of stuff and um hmm. I it's wisdom and it it's there for a reason. You know, it's interesting Brett when you say that. I'm I have the I'm having these flashbacks of being actually of being a parent and bringing something to you kids for whatever reason that was absolutely no fun for you but that you had to do and and it was and it was discipline on your part to obey that, to abide by it. But I wasn't bringing you anything that wasn't good for you in a sense. 
But I know that in the moment, this is like this is like one gigantic um, being parented moment for the world almost. Like it's as yeah. if we all have been forced to just pay attention mm-hmm. to this and abide by what's happening because you, really you have no choice. You're, I mean, when you think about it, it's not it's not a matter of are you going to participate or not. You're going to participate one way or the other, either in a positive way or in a negative way. Right. It's yeah. you're in it. We're all in it together. That's what's and that's what's the other really powerful thing about it. I think it's it's a great equalizer mm-hmm. in a sense of we're all we're all in it together. We really are. We're all the same in that way. You know, I, I as you're talking, I'm like, oh, that even like encourages me on the things that God asks us to do in our life or like the situation that he puts us in and you're like well this is like a lot of discipline to do this I'm not even understanding what like the whole picture of why but um mm-hmm. it's going back to like that trusting that he's good and that he's asking what he's asking of you is for not only good for you but that life is beyond yourself and I think I've had this conversation with so many students as they were trying to process why they have to leave and mm-hmm. you know not finish their senior years or graduate or things like that and it's hard to look at them in the face when they're crying and say because it's bigger mm-hmm. than you and it's bigger than me and like yeah. like we have to do this because it not only protects you but our communities and where you're going and your communities where you're going and their communities yeah. but like um and they got it they did get it it's just still hard to like it is just a hard thing to swallow, you know, but it is like the the goodness of it is even beyond us. And I think a lot of times what God asks of us is even beyond us um, in moments that we don't even realize. You know, you say when God, what God asks of us sometimes feels like it's even beyond us. That's interesting because I think what we're really experiencing is God not asking us to do something that God's not already doing. And that's the part that's bigger than us. You know, it's a, it's like God is asking us to to join in what God is doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I think sometimes if we get a sense of that when we're when we're feeling called to or or drawn to or even like sometimes we do with each other challenged to love in a new way, then I think sometimes if we like just give just kind of lean into that, you know, a little bit, and we might discover there's a there's a depth to this whole thing that is way beyond the surface of it, you know. Right. And yeah. I really feel like everyone's hearts are kind of prepared in some way to be touched in a new way because of what we're kind of all being forced to do. You know, we had an episode a couple episodes back called Reset, where we talked about just this idea of this is an opportunity in some ways. And I feel like Part of that opportunity is our hearts are really being softened, I think. I I feel like that anyway, anyway that in some ways, just this time of being pulled away um, and just asked to, to stop for a minute. And and then there's then you hear stories. I hear these stories. I hope we could talk about some stories that you've heard, too, because uh, I know you've heard a couple. But anyway, I just feel like I'm seeing as I listen to stories and as I just hear people talking, I'm seeing people people's better natures coming to the surface in some ways and hmm. and that's encouraging for me and yeah. I and I'm rooting for that you know I really am I'm rooting I'm rooting for that and I'm encouraging kids to do that I'm I'm having this opportunity to connect with kids and families 
um, live streaming from my studio. And that's mm-hmm. been really fun. Um, that's been really fun. I, I can't um, tell you how, how interesting that's been. But um, Well, tell them what you're doing. Um, well, I'm doing something called Lunch with Mr. Chip. Streaming live at 12.05, live from Nutshell Studio in Columbia, Ohio. I don't talk like that, but um, it's, a, no, it's a live streaming thing for kids. And my idea was that uh, everybody's got to eat lunch. You know, well, first, first, the reality that how many kids are at home uh, just, you know, jammed, jammed in at home maybe or just looking for something to do and, you know, roaring through their schoolwork in 45 minutes, you know, and, or whatever, and just something, mm-hmm. something to do. And also a way to feel connected with someone besides the people in their house. So I thought, let's do lunch with Mr. Chip. And it's at 12.05, the idea being lunch is served at 12. And everybody sits down and turn it on. There we go. And I'm just singing songs during lunch, you know, till about 12.30. But what it's turned into is this um, great all request thing. Because kids have been, um, I ask, there's no uh, live chat. Uh, it's It's on my YouTube channel. Mm hmm so there's no live chat because my YouTube channel is for kids. So that's gone and that keeps kids safe and I support that. But it does make it hard for these live streaming things to communicate. So what we're doing is just we're just giving out my email address. So it's just my name, chip at chiprichter.com. And um, we're asking kids to e- email me or ask their mom and dads to email me. Um uh, there are song requests. Also, ask them, tell me where they're from, and also what's their favorite thing to eat for lunch. And so oh, that's we've been fun. we've been having fun. Uh, and then Britt, I use these. I have these special um, glasses that I made to see kids who are far, far away. Oh, let me see. Do you have them? <laughs> they're called. Um, they're called the, my my see far, far away goggles. <laughs> what do you think? good aren't this cool i don't know if you get the videos the lights like they blink i feel like i would be convinced like he sees me (laughs) i can make them like that's so cool so did um, you made those dan yeah look at you i mean mean, so it's it's so fun though it's been really interesting for me um i just i just emailed or emailed i was just texting your sister i was just telling megan how i just i just feel so energized somehow creatively in this last few couple weeks kind of with this new with this this live streaming thing and then just I mean I've I've got I've done a ton of creative stuff for it with it you know like making goofy goggles you know Mm -hmm. but I've but I've just and, and I've got lots of inspiration and like I just feel like I mean it's like a drug I feel like I honestly I'm like I'm just like so Jazz. I'm just lit up by it, you mm-hmm. know, and it's interesting that it, 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 who would see that coming or right. this, uh, this or, coming or you this wouldn't way. have thought that in this season where like life can be tricky or or kind of scary. Yeah, I mean, I just don't even. Yeah, I can't even think about but I don't have time to think about w- w- where it came from. But just to keep riding it, I mm-hmm. feel like, yeah, uh, you know, and because I, I do feel like there's. It's amazing I'm connecting with so many new families that I kind of haven't connected with in some ways and and how families are telling families about this thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to do it. I mean, I did I never I did I didn't know if I'd do it more than the first week. I did it. I do it Tuesday, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Kind of the same days that we do God Squad, mm-hmm. you know, in the summer. 
Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 12.05 Eastern Time. And, you know, I did it the first week. It seemed like, I'm going to do it. And everybody, you know, well, school's going to be closed again. Well, now it looks like for most kids, it's going to be through the school year, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking I'm going to do this the rest of April. This is April 1st. I think I'm going to do it the rest of the month. So if you are listening and haven't checked it out, just uh, go. You could go to my website, chiprichter.com. There's there's a stuff there for it. You could look for it on Instagram or Facebook. It's all over lunch with Mr. Chip. Hashtag lunch with Mr. Chip. At least I've been doing that. So I know there's some hashtaggers out there. That's cool. That. And uh, yeah, tune in. It's pretty fun. It, like I said, it's about, you know, till about 1230. And uh, and then on my YouTube channel, if you want to go check them out, they're all up there still. So they, they I think they keep so them up there. you can rewatch for, them. That's mm-hmm. neat. You can go back and rewatch them. Or if you them. miss it, like if you lunch at one or something. Yeah, and you'll see how much better I'm getting at this too. I mean, <laughs> looks be- it's lit better. Uh-huh. So anyway, um, I'm gonna keep doing it, and I'm excited about it. And um, and also, <laughs> I'm really just I'm really enjoying the interaction I'm having, like individual with one on one with families who are sending me a request. You know, and they and they're they're sending me a request, but they're also telling me what what's happening. You know, how their mm-hmm. kids are watching it, what it means to them. And that is incredibly just touching for me. And then mm-hmm. be able to respond to that. And then for them to respond to me. You know, it's just like well, there's this dialogue happening and it's just been um, really good and helpful for me um, in this time. Somehow I, I'm feeling useful, you yeah, know, I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe that could be an encouragement for others that are listening. And maybe part of the remedy... Um, of the, of how to get through this time is to be useful to find something that we could do that we can offer outside of ourselves. Um, I think part of the problem is when you get cooped up inside thinking about what's going on. It's like it's pretty easy to go to poor me, you know, and then live there. And the longer just, you live there, or just like a gloom and doom, you know, like yeah, it's a, it's an easy right. like. Some people are more comfortable to sit in their feelings than others, and I always respect those people because I'm somebody who tends to be really in tune to what others feel, but not in tune to my own feelings because, like, in my mind, my feelings would hold me back in some ways. That's, like, a whole nother story. Enneagram 3, that's me. So, um, Enneagram 7, that's me. Are you? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um. I just found that out recently. Did you? Okay. I'm reading about it. Yeah, Apart, it's kind of fun. Uh, there's aspects of it that I really like, and there's other aspects that I go, what? No. Oh, gee, really? Yeah. Oh, well. But that's the that's the cool part. Well, let's not start this. Yeah, I was going to say, that's Enneagram. a whole other discussion. Let's, maybe we'll do an Enneagram episode. Uh-huh, maybe. Um, but anyways, I really, there's a lot of people who can sit in their feelings um, and the heaviness of things, and I'm thankful for people like that because they bring me perspective on what's happening mm-hmm. um and be able to empathize with people in a way that maybe i would have just been like gotta move on kind of a thing um mm-hmm. but then also it's hard sometimes to just sit in those feelings and have no form of moving on because you're just there all the time or there's a news all the time mm-hmm. or press conferences all the time and so i think um that's something i'm even like learning and like I'm still working, but my job has completely changed because my job is about students and most of them have left. So um, it is a time of learning how to continue to be useful in a season where like 
what was useful looks really different now. Just a real quick nutshell. Your job basically was... Yeah, so like... Um, I, I'm a, resi- a resident director at a university, so I live on a college campus and I oversee about 300 students and a staff of um, eight to nine students. Um, and it's one of those jobs where, I mean, you live here, so it's 24-7. It really right. is just 24-7. And, right. and then like when they- a really big, big, big family. Yeah, I call it my neighbor. I call it a neighborhood. Na- and neighborhood. I refer to yeah. them as my neighbors and- I have to sometimes remind myself that they're my neighbors and <laughs> to be like, okay, your neighbor needs a, an egg. You know, they want to bake cookies. It's okay. Well, anyways, so then they left. So we had, we actually had to close our, our university down for the rest of the semester, ask students to leave um, just for the safety of them and their communities and everything going on. And they're finishing their courses online. Um, mm-hmm. But my care for them, like my job is student care and that, most of that is in person. A lot of that is like late at night or coming into my office. Um, mm-hmm. And so when, where the, when that's not possible, it's a learning to try to connect people and connect care to them in a more virtual way. And it is forcing me to be creative. I, I have recognized that like, I'm not creative this way. <laughs> like I, mm-hmm. I can think of a ton of things I wanna do in like in in person like we have like 20 students left and i have all these ideas of what to do to connect with them but then i'm like oh no i still have 300 students that i'm trying to figure out how to connect with virtually um but i guess one thing that i've heard from you today that i that i find encouraging is inspiration can be found even in hard times mm-hmm. and sometimes it's a matter of just reframing how we are looking at what we're doing. And I was asked to call and text, you know, a chunk of students of my students who have went home. And at first I was like, Ooh, that's a hefty, that's a hefty thing. But I was surprised the inspiration that came from that because they, because it meant something to them. It meant something that someone Mm would thought thought think to call or text them and just make sure that they're doing okay and see yeah. how their process has been and I think I found inspiration in that connection of like the little things can show people that we care and that matters especially in a time where life is just a little bit crazy so right I, I, I appreciate what you're saying, like trying to find inspiration and, and be useful because it is beyond us. So and then how do we continue to have a mindset of loving people well in a season where we're stuck in our houses? And mm-hmm. it seems and and a lot of that is even loving the people in your house well, which is probably really hard to do sometimes because like mm-hmm. you're just home more in a way yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about like if me and Megan and Austin were stuck, not in every season, but like in elementary school, I feel like Austin and I would have killed each other. Like we would have tried to have fun every day, but then we also would have like tore each other's throats open at the end of the day. You know, <laughs> well, like it was good for you guys. You guys like being together, but it's also good for you to have your time apart. And I think that's probably true in most families. I think that's yeah. probably true for everybody. And, and I, yeah, that, so I think that's, that's a probably good. a weird thing to be like 
experiencing like I I don't have that as much right now it's just me and Jeff and Jeff still goes to work so when he comes home I'm like talk to me <laughs> and um uh where some people are or might be like fighting for their space mm-hmm. so finding inspiration to even love the people in your house mm-hmm. well in a new creative well, way Brett think about this though even there are some you know not only are the kids home from school but some parents are all home oh working. yeah even but they're trying to work they're actually it able sounds to so work. chaotic and <laughs> I've how had- can they, you know think about yeah. that you know i just think i heard one guy um was t- one guy was sharing his his story yes i don't, this is another podcast that i listened to and he was just this was like an aside even in their conversation but i just thought it was really cute he's he has his office set up in their bedroom he said i kind of work off the side of the bed and i put my computer on the nightstand <laughs> he goes it's not bad he goes i hope he goes i i don't know how long i'm doing this anyway i'll hear the you know i'll, I'll have to go out to get fill, refill my coffee or whatever so i I come out and of course all the kids are home and as soon as I come out the kids just like they just swarm me and I become a jungle gym and they're climbing all over me and he said and I would much rather be there than back in the bedroom with my computer and my work and I thought <laughs> and so like his kids Aww. are this huge distraction it is so and, you, funny. And, and that's a that's a bad thing but then I I see I hear that and I say but there's something good in what's right. happening. Right there's there. good in that. And how many times can a dad squeeze his kids in the middle of the day while he's on his way to the coffee break room? Right. You know, nope, doesn't happen. Right. So I I say there are golden nuggets. There are things being deposited. There are seeds being sown. There are good things happening in the midst of really hard stuff. I mean, there's I've we've had some tragic tragic news come personally close to us. We've had people. Everyone's going to hear, everyone is going to, I feel like everyone's going to know someone who's been touched by this in the most tragic of ways, which is someone passing away from it. I mean, I think you're going to know someone or be close to someone who knows someone, you know. I don't think it's going to miss us too far because, again, it's that part of that great equalizer. But even in the face of that, as hard as that is to even fathom, I just still want to speak in the midst of this darkness. I want to say there's something light being deposited. And I, you know, and maybe that's for me, maybe that's my hope. Maybe that's my, and maybe that's what I have to hold on to, to, Mm -hmm. is to look at that and see that and believe that. And if that's what I have, then that's what I have. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to, I guess I'm going to say that and speak that and look for that and proclaim it, highlight it, be a part of it <laughs> and and see where that takes me. Mm-hmm. Well, I think like you said, there's goodness even in the, in the, there's goodness in the chaos. So being able to come out and get coffee and hug your kids, even though that's very chaotic to be a jungle gym, I'm sure. Um, and I love <laughs> that. And I also just want to encourage people to also like, it's okay to like be like, um, I want my kids to go back to school. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like it it's is. also okay to yeah, just have is. like a moment of like I kind of had a moment this week where last week I to be very honest, students, I love you. But I was enjoying my my newer pace because like I said, my job is 24-7. So when mm-hmm. all of a sudden about 90% of the people you're responsible for the majority of the time are gone. You feel a little bit lighter. But then oh, sure. but then this week I was it's just hit me I'm like oh no. like now they're gone. Like this is this is it. So it's like 
you go back and forth between these emotions of like, this is kind of cool. I like this pace and I'm thankful for it. And there's goodness in the quiet moments. And then you also go back and be like, but I miss my people and my activity. And like, it, it, it's a weird thing. So I think being able to make room for both feelings of, hey, this is hard and this is weird and I feel like pulling my hair out today, but then go to bed and tomorrow leave room for the goodness that is also taking place or take a minute to find it, be intentional about looking for it because it is there. I do agree with you, dad. I think it is there and there's a lot to be thankful for. Yeah. I And I wanted to say too, I, I was thinking as you were talking there too. I I also want to acknowledge and just say that I I do understand that this huge the vastness of this thing, the ramifications of it, the economic ramifications that we don't even know yet and a lot of governments and world leaders are even trying to figure out. I just I do think we are um witnessing or or we're experiencing and part of a major shift and a major change that's happening all around the world and that the the after effects of this are are going to be easily seen and but but now un, as of yet unknown we don't know mm-hmm. and so that could be that can be terrifying if you let it be i mean i could even as i talk about it i i get a little bit my heart go i kind of don't even i like yeah. want to breathe fast you know but because because there's it, there's a reality to how big this thing is and what it's affecting but then also Back, come back to what I just was like so boldly saying, but I'm gonna look for the shiny stuff. I'm gonna look for the for the pinpricks of light. I'm gonna look for the stars in the darkness. I'm gonna look for the diamonds, and I'm gonna look for the goodness to come through and see because I believe God is in all that. And so I'm hanging on like everybody else, but I'm hanging on with a with a hope and with a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's true. You have something to offer, even if it's just like you said, pick, sending a text message to someone and saying, hey, how are you doing? I'm thinking of you. Go through your, everybody's got a phone list, right? Everybody's got a database. Go through your database. What do you, just go ahead and, and people that you kind of know or sort of know or really know, just send them a text message. Yeah. Or say, like, say I'm or make it you. fun for you. Like, for example, I, like I said, I have about 20 students left here for me and the today I googled um encouraging color paper like color sheets online oh, and cool. there's like all yeah. these things that's like you can do it or like keep swimming and so I love the color so I'm I printed yeah, those off for do. myself and my goal is to color them all up and hang them on their doors um which I know I can walk across a yard and do that but for kids they could send that to they could print, you guys could print those off, send them to yeah. people in the mail, yeah. um, especially people who really can't get out um, and about. So I guess yeah, nobody really know, can. I but. mean, with the, and this is also the blessing that I think people have recognized in the midst of this is to, the technology, how yeah. what oh a my blessing goodness, so good. it is to have this technology where we can kind of stay connected, even though we're not together, but still stay connected. And think about how many grandparents are getting like FaceTimes with their grandkids. Maybe you're seeing your grandkids more than you ever did. You know, if you live far away from each mm-hmm. other, who knows? I don't know. I know that's that doesn't come close to getting a, a big mm-hmm. old squeeze from grandma or a hug from one of your grands. But um, 
I'm thankful for those things. I'm yeah. looking for that. And I, and I pray that, that that access to those things can be made available to more people. Because there are some people who really are just in their blind now because they don't have the access. They don't have the internet access. They don't have technology access. So I, I think there are, are things being talked about for oh, so to see some of that be um, changed where, mm-hmm. where folks that don't have it can get it. Mm-hmm. And lots of things like that. And that's the other part of this. I think maybe that's a whole other podcast. I'm sure it is. But just the opportunity is going to be here for us to have some compassion and to be, I mean, we're going to have to care for each other in this. Yeah. There's just no way about, there's just no way around it. There's going to be people, and, and it, may, it might be me, there's going to be people who are just not, they're just going to need someone to come help them. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like we have to be prepared and ready. And maybe, man, we just have to be ready. Whatever we can do, mm-hmm. whatever we can do. And, and maybe it's not a lot. Maybe it's, but I just feel like our hearts have to be prepared to be ready to give compassion, bring hope, bring healing. Mm-hmm. We, can, we, can do, we can bring love in the midst of this. Mm-hmm. I really think that's true. And I don't think it has to, like, it doesn't have to wait. Like, we don't have to wait until that. Until we're like walking through the aftermath, like there's things we no. can do no. now. Um, but I also understand like loving loving people, and I I've really felt this in the last two years of my job takes courage, mm. and um, sometimes it takes courage to be like, is this an okay risk for me to do? Like, I um, uh, uh, my pastor for my church texted me this weekend to see if I'd be willing to get groceries for a lady at our church because I told him that I that I would want to do that and my first like thing was like is it okay for me to go out to the grocery store and get this stuff for her and then I was like you you're gonna go for yourself today so yes it's, oh, <laughs> like, it's okay yeah I was like so already was gonna whole, go and like I'm already giving like you're already doing that risk so to speak and yeah. even still like that risk for me to go out and get her a couple of groceries and wash my hands and do that is a much lower risk than it is for her. She wasn't even capable to leave her house. So yeah. um, to be able to do something so simple as to buy a couple of groceries and drop them off at her house, um, was it, it, it was simple to me, but like I could tell it was for profound her. for her. And I, yeah. that was really, that was just really cool to me. And I know it kind of reminded me that loving people takes a little bit of courage and we do have to be smart and we have to be wise and we ask, ask for wisdom. But there are a lot of ways that we can love people even in the space of our home. So, And I think the spirit of creativity is flowing in a humongous way through, through, through this whole thing. I think I see it. I experience it. You expressed it. Um, you know, we're kind of required to be kind of thinking out of the box in some ways. But I just want to encourage you if you're home and, and you're struggling with these, some of the unpredictable aspects and how you have to do this, just trust your instincts and go with it. Because I think the creative thing, I mean, in the midst of the crisis, these amazing creative inventive things come forth, you know, I mean, out of this time, well, I think things are going to be developed and come to be found uh, like something new has come, you know, and so, so embrace that, you know, and, and trust your instincts, moms and dads, if you're (laughs) home and, and just know that I'm, I'm sure I'm thinking of everybody there, you know, people who are listening and we're hoping our podcast has been a help, things that we've hoped will support you at home. And um, I think we're going to continue with with that um, through this time in the next month or so. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to continue to have. We have episodes that are recorded that are good, and and you're going to hear them. But um, I just feel like to stay current with everybody, everybody is is going to be important for us, and also to have that sense of being connected, real time, mm-hmm. uh, too. So different ways that you can stay connected with us real time. Um, we have a Facebook page, the Roots and Wings or Roots and Wings podcast um, on Facebook. And we also have an Instagram account, Roots and Wings podcast. So those are those are real time ways. But, but anyway, the point of all of it, I guess, really is just that we do want you to feel connected. So we always say this at the end of every podcast, we go, you know, send us your questions, let us know what you're doing. We do want to know what you're doing. So um, how about this for an idea, Brittany? <laughs> what, mm. Sam? So here's, here's an idea. Let's do a whole episode of, uh, we'll call it Voices from the Home Front. All right. So here's the deal. Voices from the home front. Like I said, I've been hearing amazing stories, just little stories, just surprising things that parents have discovered in this time with their kids. All Mm -hmm. right. So here's my, this is my proposal. You have stories. So here's what I want you to do. With your cell phone, smartphone, you have a voice recorder. Just record a voice memo and just tell your story. Just tell your story and then just email it to me, chip at chiprichter.com. And what I will do, what we will do, is we will collect these stories and we'll build a whole episode called Voices from the Home Front. And it's going to be real life stories of what, what's happening, what's been happening in your home. What are your stories? What are, your, what are the things you're going to be talking about, you know, in the next 20 years and the heritage of your, remember back in 2020 when the, and you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I, what do you think? I love it. I think that's great. I think we should totally do that. <laughs> well, okay. Well, we're going to do this. So here's the thing, everybody. We want this to be um, timely. We want it to be fresh. All right. So we need you to do this now. All right. Right now. This is going to be great. So yeah, send them in and we're going to collect those and get them going. If we've got more than more than we can fit in one episode, we'll have two episodes because it'll be awesome. Yeah. Voices from the home front. So, all right. Anything else, Britster? No, I think that's it. I think that sounds really good. You all got some work to do, so we better get off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it um, it's sure fun to talk. I appreciate I appreciate talking to you. I appreciate seeing your face. Yeah, I know it's good to see your face too, Dan. So, as we just about to sign off, is there any any kind of announcement or anything you want to make or any kind of news you want to share? Or anything else you know from you know, anything know. else? We haven't talked in a while, so I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> So, um, yeah, Jeff and I are having a baby in September. Woo! So. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so exciting. Uh, Britt, that's so exciting. And, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like most of the listeners maybe already know, but... Uh, I don't know. I we've only told people in person, so. Um, so when's the what's the due date? Um, September fifteenth. September fifteenth. That's what that's what they tell us. And, what, and what's your birthday? September sixteenth. That punk oh, better yeah. not steal my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is fun. So we're praying for you and your family. We're sending you love. We're sending you virtual hugs. Um, and so. 
um, you know where to send us email, chip at chiprichter.com and Brittany with two T's, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y at chiprichter.com. And, uh, and, and stay safe, stay well. Give, safe. give yep. each other in your home a hug and uh, wash your hands. Wash your hands. You guys got this. Thanks for tuning in.